Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The Volume. What up, y'all? It's Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Football season's here, and you already know there's no better place to get in on the action than, you guessed it, FanDuel. As far as the app itself goes, look, it's safe, it's easy, it's secure. I've been using it for a while now. There's always great exclusive offers. Dude, on Thursday night, you get a free $10 same game parlay. Like, it's completely free. If you lose, you get that money back to bet again with. And when you do win, you'll get paid fast, which is very important. Because you can win in a lot of ways, right? Spread, money line over, unders, totals, futures, props, all of it. Same game parlays. It's all there for you. The live betting. You can even live bet same game parlays. What are we talking about here? So use the promo code SNAPS and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. SNAPS. Ah. Must be 21 and present in select states only. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342. Arizona, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Indiana, Minneapolis, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Indiana, 1-877-770-STOP. In Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789. Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700. Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net. West Virginia. I love college football. My goodness, what a day uh, for those who are still catching their breath from this LSU victory over Alabama in overtime. Going for two on the first possession. Brian Kelly with the big cojones, baby. Let's see, if you're going to slay that giant, you're going to win that first time in Baton Rouge in, what, 10-plus years? Then you better go for it. You better not be scared. Welcome in Snaps After Dark, Snaps Late Night. Uh, it's just me, Aaron Murray, tonight. Our boy T-Bob, as you could guess, is probably feeling himself a little bit right now in Death Valley. And we're just praying, everyone please pray that, that T-Bob makes it 
through the night because uh, there's two places you want to be tonight. One, Baton Rouge. Two, Athens, Georgia. Did not disappoint. College football did not disappoint again tonight. And oh, and don't forget, our our uh, disdain for Clemson can finally be just let loose. Notre Dame put an absolute waxing on Clemson was was quite embarrassing, actually. Just the, how dumb they were, uh, especially on the defense side of the football. Back and forth quarterbacks for Dabo. Neither one could get the job done. We'll jump into that as well. Other great games, a couple other uh, uh, surprises. I had one. I had the Arkansas Liberty game. Liberty was ranked. Arkansas wasn't, but Arkansas is also a 14.5-point favorite uh, based on Vegas standards. Liberty won the game. Homecoming here in Fayetteville, Arkansas. That's where I am right now. That was a fun one to cover. I'll give a couple thoughts about that. But, man, let's dive right in. For Also, shout-out to everyone in the chat. Going to be a fun night tonight. Uh, snaps. Let's get this thing going, man. Wow. I'm still like trying to try to get, catch my breath a little bit from watching this game, uh, between the tigers and crimson tide. Uh, it, it was, it was everything that we wanted it to be. And, and we weren't sure what we we're going to get. I mean, LSU coming in double digit dogs by Vegas standards, you know, were they ready to take that next step? They've been getting better every week. Jaden Daniels has been progressing as a quarterback but it's Alabama. It's still Alabama. It's still Nick Saban. And this is still Brian Kelly's first season as the head coach there in Baton Rouge. Is he ready to go? Is he ready to go toe-to-toe with Nick Saban and slay once again that giant? Well, the answer was yes. And was Jaden Daniels ready to go against a, a good defense? Were the freshman tackles ready to go against Will Anderson and what Alabama had on the defense side of the football a little bit iffy here or there, but overall, like they answered the bell. They did. They answered the bell, especially in crunch time when Alabama took their shot. LSU came back and took their shot right back at them, which was really good to see. Um, we, we, t- today was an interesting, Dave, for, for obviously a lot of reasons, but one, the Heisman race, because there were some guys that essentially were, were somewhat knocked out of the race. Hendon Hooker uh, most likely knocked out of the race. Bryce Young knocked out of the race there at Alabama, was kind of an up and down day, was obviously not his finest, you know, made some great plays down the stretch, gave Alabama an opportunity to win the game, still was not his best game. A guy who just continues to put up stupid stats, a guy that continues to to win ball games now all of a sudden, Jaden Daniels. Uh, I'm not I'm not I'm interested to see when what the, the line's gonna be after this weekend of where he emerges in this whole situation right now. But two of the guys that were your Heisman favorites. Heading in, and have have significantly dropped, and don't forget, Ohio State had a slug match against Northwestern, where CJ Stroud his life uh, statistically. How does that affect him and and in his Heisman race? So, I mean, for goodness sakes, LSU is now going most likely to win the SEC West. They still got some games ahead of them, but if if Jaden puts up stats against Arkansas, which I just had Arkansas today, he can put up some crazy stats against Arkansas on that defense. They are. Pretty damn bad. The worst, I think, second worst behind Vanderbilt in passing defense in the SEC. UAB, and then, you know, Florida put up numbers versus AM. He should be able to take care of AM. And then you have to face Georgia in the SEC championship game. So, all that to be said, I mean, there's there's a legitimate chance Jaden is going to work his way into the Heisman conversation. You win a, mo- a game like this with what he did down the stretch, with the, the, the touchdown he made in, in overtime there. 
to, to be able to then go the two-point conversion and convert that and not forget the touchdown he threw to go into overtime. He is firmly in the conversation. He had that Heisman moment tonight. LSU just needs to keep winning. But it was a great game. I thought both teams played well. I thought both defenses played well. I think another thing we learned today was, hey, man, if you want to stop great offenses, you better have some good DBs. You better have some lockdown guys on the back end. I thought LSU in the secondary played well. Uh, obviously, Harold Perkins at that linebacking position was absolutely tremendous, containing Bryce Young as much as you could possibly contain because you know he still made his he made his plays. He had his moments. Those those Houdini moments. But Harold Perkins was was as a freshman as dominant as you could want as a as a linebacker rusher, uh, spire of the quarterback that you'll see this entire season. So big shout out to LSU, big shout out to the fan base there. They showed up in a big way. Um, once again, we learned many things. One, LSU's for real. Brian Kelly's a hell of a coach. He was the coach that you wanted. He was the coach you needed. And it is scary, scary, scary to think that he's having this much success in year one and they're getting that much better each and every week. Jaden Daniels is now firmly into this Heisman conversation. Uh, LSU's probably going to win the SEC West, face Georgia in the SEC championship game. Who would have thunk that? A lot of people had them as the sixth best team in the SEC West heading into the season. Uh, and you better have some damn good DBs if, if you want to go and face some of these best offenses. And also, I guess another thing you could throw in there, the chances of the SEC getting two teams into the playoffs are pretty much shot. I had a little. I had, I had a best case scenario for three teams to get in this week. Doesn't look like they're even going to get two teams in anymore. Alabama for sure is out with two losses. Tennessee not making it to the SEC championship game the way they look for first Georgia today. Most likely uh, the Vols are out, which will be the first time a team or second time, excuse me, a team ranked number one in the playoff polls did not make the playoffs. First team was Mississippi State. The first year the polls were made ever since then. If you were ever ranked one, that team ended up making the playoffs. The The, the route for Tennessee to go there got a lot harder. Not saying it's not going to happen. It still, it still can happen at 11-1, especially with their resume. But it's, it's going to be a lot tougher, obviously, going forward for two SEC teams to get in there. But, man, I'm excited for Dogs versus LSU, most likely in – Atlanta at the end of the season, uh, which brings me to my dogs, my Georgia Bulldogs, and damn, they can play defense. Uh, Kirby's the best coach in America. I'll say it right now. Kirby is the best coach in America. Georgia is the new Alabama. And tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Georgia is the new Alabama. What they're doing, recruiting, they're winning championships. They're 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 absolutely loaded. Uh, they got a war chest when it comes to NIL. They they have everything at their disposal, and they're doing it these past two years with a former walk on quarterback. They're doing it with a former walk on quarterback and with a hell of a defense to go against an offense that's scoring fifty points per game, an offense that has scored and a touchdown the first quarter every single game of Heupel's career. And to essentially shut him out for the majority of the game, only 13 points, seven of them came there towards the end of the game in the fourth quarter to, to hold head and hooker, uh, to slow down the running game, to keep that running game under 100. They wanted to keep it one-dimensional. You know, that, that was the key to victory. Like uh, We brought up the crazy stat. Tennessee actually runs the ball more than Georgia. Tennessee's a great running, rushing football team. 
between Jalen Wright and Jabari and Hendon Hooker. Could you make the game one-dimensional for Tennessee? And Georgia did that. They dominated up front. They got after Hendon. They stopped the run. And they looked damn good on the back end. Like those DBs for Georgia from Javon Bullard looked great. Malachi Stark looked great. Keeley with a hell of an interception. He looked great. Kamari Lassiter. Uh, obviously, it's great to get Jalen Carter in there healthy. Christopher Smith is tremendous. Like this defense, I don't know, man. Like maybe they are as good as they were last year. You know, at the end of the day, there's going to be four, five, six first rounders taken off this defense. Malachi Stark's probably going to be a first rounder when he's able to go in a couple of years. Uh, Keely Ringo, first rounder. Jalen Carter, first rounder. Christopher Smith, first rounder. I mean, it is loaded with first round talent. Not all these guys are able to leave after this year, but they're young, they're talented, and guess what? They're they're elite this year, and they're going to be elite once again next year. That's scary. A young defense, a defense that was rebuilding this year, just held an offense that was scoring 50 points per game to 13 points. And guess what, too? That crowd in Sanford Stadium was nuts. So uh, Eric Ainge, who was talking that smack during the week, saying that that playing in Athens, is uh, it's easy, doesn't get loud. Shoot, you could probably use cadence if you want to in the gun. They showed up in a big way. Ton of penalties on, on Tennessee. Very undisciplined at times. And, and Georgia kicked butt. And Stetson Bennett, the mailman, man, I wish he was, I wish he would not have had the lull he had during like week four through seven where he didn't really throw a touchdown because he would put, he would today have put himself firmly into the Heisman conversation. And he may, I just don't think he has the stats to do it. But I, obviously, for those who watched the game, saw, you know, Tennessee fans who are being Tennessee fans and, you know, been a little bit obnoxious this past year and a half, you know, from throwing golf balls at Lane Kiffin and, you know, throwing a, a goalpost into the bottom of, a, of the river, uh, decided to get, you know, somehow got set in bent number, was essentially calling him all night, trying to keep him up. You could just mute your phone. I don't care if Stetson has a flip phone or an iPhone. You can turn your phone off. You don't have to deal with that bullshit. So Stetson, first touchdown, runs around the ends, pulls up the, hey, call me if you want. Uh, you can't stop me. And he had a hell of a game, 17-25, 257, two touchdowns, another rushing touchdown as well. Uh, they, they just dominate. I mean, they, they took they took the foot off the, the gas there in the third and fourth quarter and essentially just said, hey, man, our defense is kicking butt. Let's just milk this thing. Let's play conservative and just get out of here with a big victory. I think they could have scored in the mid-30s. They could have scored 40 points if they wanted to. Uh, it, it was good to see some of the receivers step up. By far, Ladd McConkey's best game. You know, you knew he had the talent. It was just like some issues this year with the fumbles, the drops. And, and finally today, you saw the Ladd McConkey that we thought we would see. Confident, making catches, yards after the catch. Uh, you get the ball in his hands and, and shows that elite speed. So, you know, he played great. Bowers had a good game. Aaron Smith, obviously, with the big 52-yard catch. Um, you know, you're, I still want to see A.D. Mitchell out there. You know, who knows when A.D. comes back? I was hoping it's this week. But, you know, if this team plays like this on offense and 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 they can get going on and, and play like this on defense, I, I don't think anyone can beat him in the country. There is no one right now, if Georgia plays like the way they played today, which is similar to what they played versus Oregon, there's no one in the country that will beat Georgia right now. 
which is which is awesome, awesome, awesome to see. Huge win for the Bulldogs. Tennessee, you're still great. I still am a big fan of the offense. Uh, but it does show you, man, if you put an offense like that off schedule, if you can win first and second down, make them one-dimensional, and, and have the talented DBs that Georgia has. So there's a lot of things that you have to do right. But if you can do that, mostly put them behind schedule, you have an opportunity to slow that offense down. So great job, great job, great job by Kirby. Um, all right, who's an ox in the shop said, you knew better to pick against the spread. Yeah, but I knew Georgia was going to win. That was just an outrageous spread. So I'm sorry. Still had the dogs to win. Uh, I just thought Tennessee would make it a little bit closer. Obviously, you know, can't Georgia defense at home. Man, 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 man. That was fun to watch for George. I'm going to go to the uh, the chat real quick. Check with everyone in there. Uh, shout out to everyone joining us tonight. Uh, T-Bob, once again, is... Uh, I would love to know how T-Bob is right now. We might have to get him on tomorrow morning if he wakes up anytime uh, before noon and see how he's doing. But I'm sure he's having a good old time there in Baton Rouge enjoying himself. All right, next big game of the weekend, a game I felt good about and was one of my best bets of the week. Kind of crapped a bit on this one. Notre Dame destroys Clemson. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order, visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. 
or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Uh, this was one I was like, man, I want to win the bet because obviously I want to win the bet. Uh, I am now 17-3 and three overall. I went 1-2 and two this weekend. T-Bob went 2-1, and one, so he's inching closer to 500. Once again, I'm at 17-3. and three. But this was one I was like, man, if I lose this one, I honestly won't be that upset because it will finally get Clemson out of the playoff race. And, and you know, I'm happy for Notre Dame. I'm happy for the program. Um, I love their head coach. I think he's a, 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 a has a very, very bright future. Obviously, a rocky start to their, their season this year. You lose to Ohio State. You lose to Marshall. Your starting quarterback gets hurt. And, you know, they find a ways to win the football game, mostly on the defensive side of the football and then also running the football, which was the biggest surprise. You know, I thought Clemson coming off a of bye week, getting healthy, how dominant of a defense they were, giving up less than 100 yards per game, would would essentially make Notre Dame one-dimensional, understand that all Notre Dame could do is run the football, especially with Drew Pine at quarterback, and they would dominate the line of scrimmage. That wasn't the case. Drew Pine didn't do anything. 9-17, 85 yards and a touchdown, didn't do anything. The rushing attack for Notre Dame, 263 yards, 5.6 yards per carry. They they bullied, especially in the second half, they bullied Clemson. And I don't know if it was Clemson was just sort of defeated because their offense couldn't do anything. Maybe that was part of the issue. Most likely it was. But still, like, you're elite. You had a bunch of first-round talent. You play four quarters. I don't care if your offense doesn't score a touchdown. If you want to tie yourself as this elite defense and this elite defensive line and we're one of the best in the country, you got to go out there every single possession and show the country why you're the best defense in the country. We've seen this defense, it's a secondary at times, and then tonight their, their defensive line getting pushed around by Notre Dame in that rushing attack. So that's first surprise. Notre Dame showed up, they out physicaled Clemson, they beat him on both lines of scrimmage, and that's why they won the football game. This was going to be a game of who won the line of scrimmage who took care of the football, and who ran it the best. A true old-school type football game, and and Notre Dame won that old-school battle, and they dominated old-school battle. That's first. Second, uh, obviously we had to touch on the quarterbacks. We got to touch on the quarterbacks. DJU, Cade Klubnik. Uh, DJU, nothing was spectacular at the beginning of the game. Nothing was great. Nothing was terrible. It was just kind of blah. It was like, ugh. Like the whole offense just looked, ugh. And yeah, you know, you think, okay, let's put Cade in there. Maybe Cade will give us some sort of spark. And I said it two weeks ago on the show. If you're going to, if you think Cade is the answer, you're in trouble. I'm not saying DJU is a an All ACC, All American guy, but if you think Cade Klubnik is ready to be the starting quarterback at Clemson, you are going to lose games, and you're going to lose a couple more this season if you do make him the starter going forward. He is not ready. He is green, and and I don't know how talented he is right now. I don't. So, 
yes, DJU is your best answer. Is he great? No. Is he going to lose games? Yes. But he is a better, he is the best guy you have on the roster. So, Dabo, you better bring someone in that can start as a freshman. You better hope Kate, Kate Klubnik gets vastly better over the offseason, which he can't. Like, listen, he's young and, and guys develop and they get better with playing time, they get better with practice, and he will be a better quarterback next, next year than he is this year. But right now, I, you may have to hit the portal. You may have to find a way to get someone else in there to get competitive um, to 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 you know make that team relevant next year. Because right now, with DJU and Kate Klubnik, I just don't see it this year. I don't see it next year. So good news for everyone that has been bitching and moaning just like T-Bob and I about Clemson. They are most likely out of the playoff race. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't care if you win the rest of your games and you beat North Carolina, who had a great win tonight in the in the ACC tur- in the ACC championship game. A twelve and one ACC team does not deserve to make into play. I would take a a eleven and one Tennessee Volunteer football team that has gone through a legitimate schedule this year over a twelve and one Clemson ACC champion, and that may be a real discussion at the end of the year. Because I do think Clemson's better than Louisville. I think they're better than Miami, who got their just asses waxed by Florida State tonight. I think they're better than South Carolina. And 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 North Carolina can beat them. There's no doubt about it. They, they, with Drake May, there's no doubt North Carolina can win that game. Clemson should win the football game. So, once again, I would still take a 11-1 Tennessee football team into the playoffs over a 12-1 ACC team. And I think that is going to be a legitimate conversation that the committee is going to have to have. And I think a lot is going to be told to this this um, this week. Where does Clemson fall? Where does Tennessee fall? Does Tennessee stay ahead of Clemson? I think they will. Obviously, they will. They lost the number three team in the country. So I think Tennessee will stay ahead of Clemson. And, and I think they could possibly stay ahead of them throughout the rest of the regular season. You would make this all great. If one of those other teams beat Clemson, we have to worry about it going forward, which is still definitely a possibility. Josh Rumsey in the chat, man. Thanks for the uh, the donation. Um, Will Carroll guessing T-Bob too drunk from that LSU win. Hell yeah, man. If I wasn't on the road and I had a 6 a.m. flight, I'd be getting drunk after the Georgia win tonight too. I wish I was in Athens tonight having a good time with uh, uh, all my uh, – fellow dogs there in Athens burn that city down. Uh Ole Miss versus Georgia. Tennessee Smokey wants to know. Uh Georgia would 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 destroy them. I think we saw tonight Georgia's secondary. If you can slow down Tennessee's passing attack and Hennon Hooker and those receivers, there's not a passing attack out there that Georgia can't slow down. You know, especially with the fact that Tennessee is a better running football team than say Ohio State. So that that that's their, Tennessee was the most complete offense Georgia is going to face this season with the ability to pass the ball, the ability to run the football. Obviously, big advantage game in Athens if they play Ohio State, going to be most likely a neutral site or will be a neutral site once they play LSU, who's who's running the ball better and Jaden's a great runner and, and and throwing the ball better. You know that will be a neutral site game there in Atlanta and probably a 50-50 split because LSU fans will travel. They'll get excited and they'll be you know pumped to have an opportunity to, to slay that the, the Georgia Dragon there in Atlanta to, to to maybe themselves get into the playoffs. I don't know. I still don't know if an if a, a an eleven and two 
even SEC champion would get in. And I think they would maybe overlook that that loss to Florida State and say, hey, first game, uh, blocked extra points, couple you know mistakes on 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 you know the punt returns, two muff punts. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's our solution to get two teams in. Maybe it isn't Tennessee still getting in at 11-1. Maybe it is because I think Georgia is going to get in. Georgia at 12-1 will get into the playoffs. Maybe it is at LSU at 11-2. Maybe we finally do get a two-loss LSU team in. Uh, and their resume would 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 allow for it. You know, it, it, at the end of the day, if, if you run the table and you're LSU and, and, and you just beat you just beat Alabama – uh, you go on to win. You, you, you. I'm just gonna go through the schedule real quick. Um, you beat Alabama. You've you've taken down Ole Miss, uh, who's a, a a top team right now. You beat Arkansas. You beat a But then you beat Georgia, the number one team in the country in the SEC championship game. I think it would be a hard for the committee not to look at LSU and put them into the playoffs as the first ever two lost teams to get to that ranking. So. We'll see. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. I think they're a great football team. I think they have enough talent on both sides of the football to be able to go out there and compete and possibly win a national championship. Because right now there's one elite team in college football, and that's Georgia. And that brings me to Ohio State. And the weather sucked. I'm watching the game, and it was windy. It was a little rainy. It was nasty. But guess what? It made me think. Last year's Big Ten championship game. First Michigan in Michigan. Weather sucked. I remember I turned the game on. I'm like, well, Ohio State's going to lose this football game. They're going to lose the game. And that's the thing about the Big Ten. As we get closer and closer to the ends of the season, which we're here, the weather can turn on a dime. And what I saw today from Ohio State was a team that's more finesse, that if the weather is a factor, is, is not even close to themselves. They, they've, it's, 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 you know, they got to running the ball a little bit there in the second half, but like they're not dominant up front. Um, obviously, if it's raining, it's any quarterback, it's a bitch to throw the ball against. There is a true weakness for Ohio State where you look at Michigan, and yeah, Michigan had a little bit of a slow start, but ended up dominating that, that game in the third, fourth quarter. Michigan is more of a team that can dominate on the lines of scrimmage where the elements aren't as much of a factor, where you don't need a perfect day in order to go have success. So I do worry about Ohio State. I do worry about the physicality of their offense, how that's going to match up with Michigan in a few weeks. That is a major, major, major concern for me. C.J. Stroud didn't have his best day. You, you would kind of anticipate that with, with the elements that they were dealing with. Northwestern came out there. They played physical. I will say the one good thing about Ohio State that that I will continue to say, and, and it's not like Northwestern, was some elite offense by any means, but they are winning games on defense, and 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 I guess that is something that you, that should continue to excite the Buckeye faithful is the fact that hey you won last week versus Penn State because your defense kicked ass and got turnovers and got a touchdown. Uh, you you've you've been statistically one of the best defenses in the country through the first part of the season. You didn't really face any juggernaut offenses, and I still don't think you fa- have faced an elite offense yet. So that's still TBD, and they're not going to face an elite offense maybe for the rest of the season. Uh, Maryland has had their moments. Uh, you know, Michigan can run the football. I still don't know how, how legitimate J.J. is as a thrower. I wouldn't call them an elite offense. I'd call them a, a good offense. I would call them a, a very physical offense, not an elite offense. 
So this defense will continue to put up really, really good stats for Ohio State. I am more all of a sudden now concerned about this offense being way, 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 way too one-dimensional. And if the pass game isn't doing what we think it should be doing, then they're in trouble. And we saw that tonight, or excuse me, this afternoon, versus Northwestern. When the pass game isn't on, this team struggled. They only won 21-7 against Northwestern. Um, a Northwestern team right now that is one in five in the conference and one in eight overall. So we shall see about Ohio State. I'm going to run through a couple more games real quick before we wrap this thing up, uh, just to kind of run through some of the top games this weekend. It was a great, great slate, a lot of fun. We weren't really sure what we were going to get this weekend. We ended up getting some really good football. Uh, for those watching, Pac 12 right now, USC is up 13 to 7. Um, Williams is doing his thing, and then UCLA is up 14-10 over Arizona State. Pac-12, man, got to stay alive. One Pac-12 team that I will touch on briefly, and someone that is now a huge, huge guy when it comes to the Heisman discussion, Bo Nix in Oregon. 49-10, they dominate Colorado, and Bo Nix continues to put up stupid stats. When everyone else is falling behind, what do we say about Bo Nix? They're going to play schedule. And he's going to have the opportunity with the teams he has left to put up some really, really good stats. And they do have games left. I mean, next week, Washington with a big win last night. They got Utah, and then they have to play in the Pac-12 championship game. So they're game. It's, it's kind of looking like Bo's going to have a real, real shot there to, to be in New York at the end of the day once again. And they win 49-10 to 10 as they continue their role at 8-1 and one this season. Bit of a scare, a little bit ugly there, but they uh 52-17. to 17. TCU, man, I, I, it's, it's just so funny watching this football team. They are the best second I've ever seen. I'm watching the game at four. My game, they're crapping me. Texas Tech may actually win this football. Up. They look pretty good. And guess what? TCU says, you know what? We're a second half football team. You know, don't don't doubt us, especially, especially in the fourth quarter. They did their thing on defense. Max Duggan looked really, I mean, he threw time between three defenders. Uh, he started making some plays in the second half. He was off early in the football fight them in the ass at some point this season. But it also is pretty feels pretty good. Good to know that, hey, no matter what's going on, we can win games in the fourth quarter. Next weekend's going to be a hell of a matchup. They go on the road to Texas. Texas with a monster, monster win versus Kansas State. Um, that's going to be a great ball game. Then they have to go to Baylor. Baylor, great win versus Oklahoma. And then versus Iowa State to finish the season off. I will say it right now. They will lose one of those games versus Texas or Baylor. They may lose both games. To Texas and Baylor. And I actually may be, be picking Texas and Baylor to win both those games. So, like we've said, man, if Big 12, if TCU loses one game, I don't know if they make the playoffs, even if they win the Big 12. I honestly think they're going to lose the next two weeks. I like Baylor. I like Baylor a lot. Uh, and Texas with a big, big bounce back game. Ewers look good. It was good for him to get that, that feeling of, hey, I can play and win football games on the road. He looked 10 times more confident coming off that horrific, horrific loss versus Oklahoma State a couple weeks ago. That is going to be a fascinating, fun game to watch next week uh, between TCU and Texas, the battle for 
Texas. Uh, North Carolina did their thing versus Virginia, won that football game. They continue to do big stuff. Drake May, another guy that's going to continue to work his way into the Heisman conversation. And then NC State takes care of Wake Forest 30-21. to 21. Um, That's it. We'll have some more stuff and some more thoughts on Monday. T-Bob will be back with us. We'll break down some of these games, get you ready for next weekend slate. But for my dogs and my tigers in the chat, woof, woof. Go Tigers. Awesome weekend. Stay safe. Don't drink as much as T-Bob. And uh, we will see you brand new snaps on Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central. We're going to have another great week. Thanks, everyone, for joining me tonight. Have a great rest of your weekend. See ya. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets real steel offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16 2024 see participating retailer for details